We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there and call it good. The old like, Danny Meringue pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. Happy Wednesday to ya. <laughs> the hump day action. The hump day. Okay. All right. No? Okay. I've... Okay, I didn't know that this was still a thing. We're still talking about the Queen of England. She she hasn't had her funeral yet. I thought they did. I'm looking on. I saw somebody I heckle, uh, call uh, Prince, soon to be King Charles, a sick old man behind her casket. Oh, that's messed up. Yeah, I mean, he is old, though. And he is sick. All right, well. Royalty, just don't understand it. Have no idea. Um, can't really get on board with it. It, is it me, or does it feel like we've hit fall officially? So the official day of fall, I believe, is the 22nd. 20, I almost got, I guessed that last week, remember? Oh, sorry, is it 22nd or 24th? 22nd. 22nd. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I guessed the 21st because of Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, and I ended up, it was the 22nd. Yeah, there you go. But it, it, listen, I've already started transitioning to um, my, oh, my winter. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Uh, my... Uh, Fall slash winter outfit, which I I'll continue wearing it's shorts. A outfit. I'm transitioning. <laughs> yeah, it's a God. You're, that's way too quick. Uh, oh, that's an old one. He's a pro. God. If I said that, oh wow. Yeah. Oh, oh, you say it a lot. Do I? No, yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate. Uh, but I am a hoodie connoisseur. Okay. And uh, I am now officially in hoodie weather. Okay. I, yeah. I, it's fall. I think it's fall. Are you a drive with the windows down kind of guy? Uh, like I yes. When it's warm. Nah, see, now you're not a windows down. Actually, kind of I guy. do too much uh, freeway driving. No. Banging out the me first and the gimme gimme. Hey, there you go. That's exactly. I don't even know what that's in context mm. to, Rust, but Tap the I... Car. I think it was in regards to yeah, having the windows down. Yeah. All right. No, I'm, I'm, a, hey, I'm a serial windows down guy. Oh. Like, I'm talking snow windows down why i just i like the i like the feeling of the i'm like a dog dude i I like the feeling of the fresh air in the car isn't it loud like the wind you don't Uh, like the wind doesn't bother you like the thing that bothers me the most is when you hit like 40 miles an hour then it's all just like number one i can't stand if you have that noise you need to crack the window on the other side to create doesn't get rid of the helicopter sound i get that but you still get it if you go over 40 it's just 
too much coming in. It's just uh, loud. I just do, I I mean I do seventy everywhere because I live in middle of nowhere, but I also have the music turned up all the way, like all the way. Okay, all the way, always. Then it's I just drown out the wind sound, but I just uh, you have windows down, guy. Oh yeah, like huh? Uh, just in the. And one of my favorite things is like on a like a decent night. Yeah. Decent night, like ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night. Uh-huh. Windows down, like sixty eight degrees and like still a, cranked all the way up with the with the music? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay. And like the black of night driving like because yeah. in between How do your neighbors feel about you? Well, dude, I'm talking when I when I drive where I live, there's nobody. <laughs> there's nobody there. Like in between Sherwood and Newburgh, have you been through there? I have 99? been. Okay, I have been. There is nothing there. There is nothing except for the uh, the the Christmas place that's open year round. The Christmas shop there. Well, that's right. That's right before, like you right when in. you go down the hill. Yeah, yeah. And you're heading towards Newburgh. Mm-hmm. They have the Christmas shop there. Yep. But other than like, there's for like ten miles, there is nothing, and that that drive is just pristine. That is that is like shower thought time for me. Okay. Like that's like I get some some good thinking done there i love i love shower thoughts now here's another one are you a are you like a more Um, shower thoughts guy or a toilet thoughts guy shower okay no no the the toilet is for business strictly for reading yeah Yeah, okay yeah 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 i don't know yeah nope i don't think i've ever done any good thinking on the on the toilet really shower yes i remember so many things when i'm on the toilet Mm. oh i need to do this oh i need to do that and yeah no you got nothing else to do i mean you can only stare at your phone. Well, that's for so when long. you read. And see, you don't have kids. You don't have kids. No, see, I, yeah, see, when you <laughs> have kids. No, yeah. you, the no, toilet is the sanctuary. Yes, it's not like a time where you remember what you need to do mm. because that's your whole life is keeping other humans alive. <laughs> it's where you go to forget. It's mm. where you damn right, Rust. It yeah. is where you go to forget about everything. Like there are the, these the actual little sanctuary. moments where it's just like. Alone time. Mm. And that is what you need. When you have kids, you'll understand. And you'll be like, no. Think about things I need to do. No. Why would I ever do that on a toilet? No. That's what the rest of my life is for, is to figure out everything and and put everything in line. No. Escape time. I will read. uh, I will do my Wordle. (laughs) That is... That is not a time where I'm thinking about anything. I'm just zoning out on that time. Are you a daily Wordle guy? Uh, well, not daily. No, I, I'll forget to do it all the time. No. I don't know. It's I, not on the top I never, of my I'm, priority I've never list. done one. You've never done a Wordle? No. I think the... Uh, can you read? Nor have I. I, I yes. Okay, you can I, read. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so a, you got that going for you. Readerman. Yeah, well, I, you know, it's just you never know who's illiterate or not. You know, that's that's you know, be, <laughs> it'd be it'd, trick you. It'd be, I mean, listen, it would be a hell of a thing if the social media guy was was illiterate. Oh man, but the, it would track. Uh, text five zero three two five zero ten eighty. Dude is he's right about this. I got three kids. That's where the screaming stops. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really, I, really listen, is. I'll be in there and I'll all of a sudden see the cat's uh, paws like coming underneath the door. Like, yeah, that's that's the closest yeah. I get because like, it's just me and my wife. So I don't. There are times when I don't even close the door all the way, but now I've had to because the puppy's old enough and he gets very. I'll tell you what. Here's a train, a change for you. Mm. Uh, as I was leaving today, I heard the the youngest puppy crying when okay. I left, and yeah. I, I and I got very sad. And then oh. I, was, I was like, oh, oh no, like what? Because these is oh yeah, he, you'll get over that again. Yeah. Have kids, it's a whole thing. Like. But 
You you worrying about a puppy mm-hmm. whimpering in in the house for a little bit? Yeah. No. No. And that's, that was the thing. No, you like, know what I went? Do you know what I did today? I dropped my five year old off at his sixth day of kindergarten. Yeah. And guess what happened? He was a mess at the door because his sister went into school before him, and he just sat out there like I have to walk into the school by myself. And he just had a breakdown. So <laughs> your puppy is going to be fine. My kid is sitting there telling me, I hate school. I hate my teacher. <laughs> and I'm going, oh, no. What do I do? <laughs> did, did you play some Metallica oh, for no. him? No. I'm just like, buddy, we got to go to school. You got to understand this. Like, we can do hard things. We need to get you into school. And he's just a mess. And uh, eventually the principal came out, and I was like, hey, Mrs. Keller, uh, who is a saint for taking my son into school, and he was just fine. He saw her and was like, yeah, I'm good. See ya. What? I'm just sitting out here with you as a little mess, my man. Mm-hmm. And then he, he ended up cruising on into the school. Yeah, so the biggest thing I had to deal with a puppy is a sad puppy, and then the, uh, like I said, I, I used to yeah, leave kids the... don't forget. No, I used to leave the door cracked, and he would try to get in now. Because he gets, like, separation anxiety. Yep, that's, that's what clo- they do. That's the closest thing I've gotten to the whole uh, interruption period in the bathroom. <laughs> it's a puppy. That's it. I have to start locking the door now, even, or the five-year-old will just open the door. Hey, Dad, what are you doing? No privacy. Wow. None. No privacy. No, absolutely zero. And then they'll just, like, sit in there and be like, hey, what are you doing? Good. What do you think I'm doing? Hey, Dad, are you pooping? Yeah. Yes. You know, one of these times, you, as, as parents, you, this down. you know, as, as parents, one of these times, you should have like a little party in there. Once when they come in and ask what you're doing, nothing, and then actually have a party going. No, that is not. No, that is, you don't, no, don't, uh-uh. don't want to sabotage no, that? because uh, going back to our conversation yesterday, like you brushing your teeth in there, this not a time or an area where things... It is not sanitary to have parties going on in there at that time. We need to separate that because here's the other thing is that you think this is a great idea. And on the surface, it is. Children will say, all right, it's party every time in the bathroom now. Yeah, now you and, got five-year-olds thinking there are such things as poop parties. Well, little does she know there are. Slippery slope, my friend. <laughs> uh, boy, uh, the, again, there's a thing for everyone out there, Rust. So we don't want to open up that door. I didn't think that went through very well, did I? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get this show on the road, shall we? We have got a uh, big day today. We have got two guests. As always, on Wednesday, we will have Ryan Horvat, our BetQL Network insider he will join us at 1 30 all of our insider calls are presented by bet mgm go check out all the latest today at bet mgm app uh he joins us at 1 30 to get the gambling side of things because there's some lines that i just can't figure out um and some ones that we're gonna get horvat's uh thoughts on like oregon three and a half point favorites as as they are the 25th ranked team taking on the number 12 team in the country vegas a lot higher on the ducks uh, than, than others are, well, especially the pollsters. You have UW, which is a three-and-a-half-point favorite against the 11th-ranked team in the country. UW isn't even ranked right now. I got questions for Hor- Horvat. He's got answers. He joins us at 130-plus. We talk about week one and heading into week two of the NFL 
weekend. Also, we'll talk with Jay Drew from the Deseret News. Uh, he covers BYU. Jay's going to join us at 2 o'clock. We'll start uh, getting you primed and ready to go for week three in college football today. So we are busy. Uh, we are locked and loaded. We got a long day. Uh, we're just getting underway. All right. Where we got to start here? After two weeks, college football's got the best problem it could possibly ask for. Danny Dusty on the fan. I love shower thoughts. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary if your day sounds like we need the report asap you deserve Medella. if you've persevered through You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. College football's got a pretty good problem on its hands, Mr. Meringue. What is that? Well, and this is just through the first couple of weeks, and and we've seen this before uh, over the last handful of years, but if it plays out like like we all hope it, it could, we could see a year where we have Georgia, which is... I don't think that there's a question right now. They look far and away like they're the best team in college football. And we're going to see that probably again this weekend when they play South Carolina where they're 24.5-point favorites. Is that good? 24.5? I think that that is good. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Where they barely gave up over 100 yards in a whole game to Samford uh, this past week. 
Georgia did. They look like they're the only team in college football that's on a different planet than everybody else. They have their S together on every level. That is very true. Everybody else has looked vulnerable at times. Even the mighty Alabama this yes. past week against Texas. And we don't know if Alabama, or excuse me, if Texas is truly back or if Alabama effed around and found out. Well, Alabama has a tendency to effed around and find out at the beginning of the year. Yep. See, last year, when now fired Florida coach Dan Mullen, mm-hmm. dang near beat them. That was a 31-29 game in week three. And now you're looking at, Al- and, and oh, by the way, Alabama was just fine after that. <laughs> totally fine. They ended up being an okay team, playing yeah, for a national title. Yeah, you know, as long as they don't lose all their wide receivers, they're probably having another national title. But Bama, Ohio State has looked vulnerable at times. I don't believe in that school at all. I still do think that they're going to be pretty dang good. You have Michigan, which nobody still believes in Michigan, even though they made a playoff last year. Clemson, Oklahoma, heck, SC, Oklahoma State. There are plenty of teams in college football right now that look like they could vie for maybe not if it's not two, three, and four, definitely three and four, which are half the spots of the college football playoff right now. And that is something that heading into the year, it didn't look like that would be the case. But right now, you have the best problem that college football could have, which is we're we're a couple weeks into the season and everybody's not checking out because there's a ton of teams that can stake their claim to being one of those teams that deserve a spot. It's only week two, and it it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. But at the same time in college football, we entered the year saying it's Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, and everybody else. Mm -hmm. And right now it's It's Georgia and everybody else. else. If If I, is the cutoff line for you seven or eight right now? Eight of teams that have a viable chance? The top eight. Because I don't know if Oklahoma State is on USC's level. They're, 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 yeah. Their offense is very good. I don't know if it's USC good, and I think their defenses are both about the same. Uh, yeah, I think Oklahoma State's defense is a little bit better, but their offense is not not nearly as good. No. So That's what I'm saying. Like The, the cutoff kind of feels if, like if, right. If you're telling me like teams that have a chance, is it gonna be, it's going to be a team from the state of Oklahoma out of, the, out of that conference, yeah. then, yeah, I would buy that and, and say that, yeah, it could be Oklahoma or it could be Oklahoma State because both have their warts. But I think that is a fun thing about where we're at right now is it, this is a – from like that two down to eight is wide open. But if you want to go like five down to 15, 20, <laughs> it's still a wide open college football season. And the, I think the great thing if you're a fan of Pac-12 football is that the Pac-12 is not dead yet. No, you're not. That's, that's what I was going to go next with this. Is just, You look at this from the 2 to 8 range. You have uh, one SEC team in Alabama outside of Georgia, and you have two Big Ten teams. You have two Big 12 teams, a Pac-12 team, and an ACC team. Mm-hmm. That, is a, that is probably the most just kind of straightforward representation of what we have had outside of it's the SEC and the Big Ten. This is, uh-huh. this is a lot more broken up. This is a lot more division so to speak, as you look at how things are shaking out. Now, the reason you cut it off at eight, because, well, teams nine and ten are both also SEC teams with Kentucky and Arkansas. I don't think both those teams end up there in the end. No, and, well, and a lot of this conversation is going to go out the window as the season plays itself out, right? As the SEC pretends to eat itself up. As the war of attrition happens and mm-hmm. injuries happen, as you have conference play open up and teams really start cannibalizing each other uh, from within. 
But the idea that it was going to be three teams and then, you know, maybe a, a couple vying for one spot in the playoff, I think that that's something that we've learned out of week the first couple of weeks of the college football season is, no, 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 this thing is wide open. Yep. And it's not just three teams. It's really Georgia looks clearly above everybody else. Georgia looks like a else. title contending team as they ended the season You're with. scary, man. Like, it's there's always warts in week one and week two, even into week three. There's stuff that comes up, except if you're Georgia. And Georgia yeah. looks like this looks like Alabama. What was the the Mark uh, or the Derrick Henry year? Uh, was it 2013, 14, 14, when they came out and they just blitzed everybody, yeah. or they look like this Georgia, where it was like, oh god, what is this team? What from week one on, it was terrifying. And I think Georgia is kind of ascended to that level right now. I'm not saying Alabama has fallen off. 2015. 2015. I swear to God, ever, ever since COVID, dates between 2013 and 2019 are all the same. I have no idea. I have no, no idea which years are years, which years are what anymore. Uh, but you take a look at this, and it's a credit to Georgia. It's not a backhanded Alabama, but I think it's also a credit to the other teams. Harbaugh, for all the hell that he's gotten, he's they're doing what they need to do. Yep. Clemson. I it was funny is outside of Georgia, every one of these teams does have a little bit of a well. What about that? Like, is Alabama's offense as good as it needs to be? Is Bryce Young really that dude? Like, they clearly have playmakers, but he could not do much against Texas. I think there's one thing that we do forget about Alabama every year, though. We, I talked about Florida last year, mm-hmm. that 2015 team that just steamrolled everybody. Uh, remember, they lost 43 to 37 to Ole Miss. In week three. Oh, did that happen? Was it 2015? Oh, wow. Okay. In week three, they. That's right. And this was, is what they do. They lost they lose at the home, and it's early. Yep. And then they just get right back on track, and they absolutely steamroll teams. And I, that's why, like, the it whole is hard Alabama, to go undefeated. They have, they have so much talent on their three and four deep, and that has not changed. But. The thing about what they did this past week on the road, playing a true road game for the first time since 2011, uh, going into a Texas place where Texas is much improved, they have these hiccups. And this is why I I wasn't buying Texas being back, and now I, I feel really bad about Texas not being back because of the fact that Quinn Ewers got hurt, and that sucks for that young man and for that team because, look, as much as I, I get my chuckles at people overreacting to Texas being back, well, I mean, it's good when Texas is good. And that was a, a sign of life from, from the Longhorns. Mm-hmm. But there's teams that are, are good, not great, that tech, that Alabama loses to every year yeah. around week two or week three. And last week was week two against Texas. They got their their – they stubbed their toe game, and they got out of it with a win. Which matters, and that's why I was wondering. A is, win. Is Texas back? <laughs> and we talked about this with Oregon State a ton. Having Managing your mistakes and getting wins is always so, so, so much better. Yep. But you take a look at, at the, the next group of teams. Is a team like a Michigan State? Is a team like a BYU? Is a team like Miami? Does Cristobal really have the Canes back? And it does appear that the Canes might be better. They got booed off the field in the first half. And then? And then they came. Well, Southern Miss. Yeah, they were ugly. It was ugly. We were watching that game uh, in here, and it was gnarly to see. But 
with all that said, they're escape in a, with easy, a win. they escape with the win and they end up running away. You're in an easy ACC. I'm not ruling. I'm not ruling Utah out of it. If they have, if they stub their toe week one in a true road game on the road in the swamp, where they did, they did everything they needed to do to fall on their face. If they, if they have, will have plenty of pelts on their wall by the end of the season. If if, if they run Utah the table, yeah. is that team? Yes, you're damn right. They they could be in this conversation because. I'm not forgetting everything that I said about Utah or that everybody else has said about Utah or looked at Utah and said, no, this is the team that if mm-hmm. if Kyle Whittingham's going to do it, it is with this team right here. He's got the quarterback. He's got the defense. Every single tool that they could want, they have at their disposal. Their offensive line is going to get better as the season goes on because that's what Utah does every single yes. year. And to play that well week one on the road at Florida – that team's going to be scary at the and they end self, of the And they self-sabotaged. They, they sure they, I mean, Cam Rising just oofed. And then, you know, a couple drives where they just didn't get things done the way they should have. Uh, didn't get points where they should have. Yeah. And they end up, you know, dropping a game in Florida who, you know, Florida-Kentucky goes another way. And then all of a sudden Florida doesn't look quite as good. Anthony Richardson didn't look quite as good. Da, da, da. I, I think that's kind of the fun of college football is that you do get that variance. You do get that wildness that you don't get in the NFL. Yeah. What's great about this week is – we will find out about a couple of teams this week. A lot uh, of teams. Uh, I think a lot of teams we're going to find particularly out. Particularly BYU, Oregon. Mm-hmm. You, you have the 11 and 12 ranked teams in the country taking on Pac-12 teams. You have 11 ranked Michigan State taking on Washington. 12th ranked BYU taking on is Oregon 25th now. 25th now uh, ranked uh, Oregon. And then you have Texas A&M and Miami. Yeah. Well, Texas A&M and Miami. That may, Jimbo Fisher has got a ton to prove against yes. Miami. And this could be... Mario Cristobal does it every year where he has one win where everybody's like, whoa, there will be an inexplicable loss somewhere along the line. <laughs> but if there's going to be the, the game that you, you sit there and that's the hang your hat game for Mario Cristobal and his Miami team, it's going to be this week as they go to Kyle Field where they get a Texas A&M team that maybe was overlooking App State. You think that wrecking crew defense that. is going to cause some problems? Going to knock some brain cells out? I wonder what that Aggie cheerleader dude is going <laughs> to say this week. I bet. Yeah, I bet he's been benched. Uh, yeah, no, I think it was his name, Zach Cross. Yeah, I, I, I. I, I oh, we, he, his name was out. Oh his yeah, name, it, was, it was on the video. I didn't see that. Yeah, Zach Cross, class of twenty three. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, for no, that man. yeah, no, he. Uh, uh, no. Oh yeah, you Google him and right there, it's uh oh boy, yeah, it's Zach just with a C. Yeah, that's it. Makes it worse, but that's also rough, I bet you but... all of his. I, I bet you he's taken down all of his socials. Yeah, that's a bummer. If you're dude. smart, he would. That sucks. But we again, this is a week oh. where college Poor football. Dude. We know we 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 beat the death out of the the games that pop up, like Alabama playing Louisiana Monroe, things of that nature, or Michigan scheduling UConn. Mm-hmm. But I think over the last, what, seven years, college football has done a much better job about scheduling so many cupcakes and instead getting non-conference games that matter. Oh, absolutely. And, I th- and sprinkling them without the first few weeks. Because yes. you used to just get one week, like week one, and then it was just like, all right, yeah, we're done. Yeah, then you get the Louisiana Lafayettes and, and you know. Hey, I'll tell you, this one in Eugene is going to be – Really exciting! Oh, this is this it is going to be BYU and Oregon. Uh, that's going that may be your best game of the week. I, I think you uh, uh, Texas A and M and Miami is up there as well. 
the BYU-Oregon game is not only a barometer game to see where Oregon is, but because it's kind of a middle of the pole as far as where a team is ranked at number 12 BYU, and you had Oregon that was basically where they were anywhere between 11 and 13, depending on which polls you looked at preseason, I think that gives like, okay, here's a demarcation line of where teams actually are as a measuring stick within the country as when you get two teams that have been ranked around the same. Yeah. I think you kind of start to understand uh, especially across conferences. So I think it would be really helpful as a measuring stick. 503-250-1080. That'd be the fan text. And we have this text that says, Utes! Utah went out this year. Include them in those group of teams. Hell yeah, we will. Um, keep your texts coming in on the fan text line. We will get to those as the show goes along. Looking at week two, one division in the NFL has got a ton on the line in the NFL because it's the upside down right now. Danny Dusty, here's Rust with SportsCenter. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. All right, as we enter week two of the NFL, we get paid to start looking forward because tomorrow we already get football back. This is why I love football season. Tomorrow we have Thursday Night Football, and it's a fantastical game again. Chargers, Chiefs. Thursday night football. AFC West just coming out, unloading the clip in the first two weeks. My goodness. Well, the Chargers unloading the clip. And this is the, the division that everybody wants to see the most, right? You get Chargers Raiders and Chargers Chiefs. Their first two games out of the gate. It's high leverage, high intensity, man. I can't, I can't wait. And by the way, the Amazon Prime game, it's going to be on Prime Video. Which I'm, I'm really excited to see how they deliver that. Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet, good practice run in the preseason, mm-hmm. I thought. We get to see, they're going to do like the whole graphics package and all that yep. stuff for the for the real deal. I'm excited for that. Broadcast crews, week one, it was a little strange. Did it feel weird for you Monday night? But I really liked it. I did too. I loved Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on Monday Night Football. This is the best crew that they've had on a Monday night broadcast yeah. in quite some, well, since... What, Trico and Gruden? Trico and Gruden. Yeah. And even then, I didn't think that crew was all that great. I, I thought Gruden was great. I'm not a big Tarico guy. This guy. But it was, it was very weird because I had the, uh, the steaks and the, uh, the chicken thighs on the barbecue doing my, my, my weekly meal prep. And walking in and out, I hear Buck and Aikman. Yeah. I'm so used to it that was cool. Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was good, though. They did a great job. No, they did. It was funny. Joe Buck does a great job. Buck giving Aikman hell and Aikman. If you want to disparage the great name of Joe Buck, you can go straight to hell. I like Joe Buck. Sir, He's I, great. Sir, I'm a Cardinals. I have 
That was more to the masses. Okay, I thought you were like, I love Joe Buck. You pointed at me when you said you, and I was like, no. N- no, 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 I know but, you weren't doing yeah, that. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a Joe Buck guy. Uh, Thursday Night Football, you got Chargers Chiefs, but I was looking at this week in the NFL going, oh my goodness, there is going to be one team in the NFC West that they're going to have to do some soul searching after this week. And it, it can be a choose your own adventure because who to thunk it out of week one of the NFC West and in, in week one of the NFL, the Seattle Seahawks are the lone undefeated in the NFC West. Just as everybody predicted. Meanwhile, the Rams get steamrolled. Don't just lose, got steamrolled by the Buffalo Bills. The 49ers get embarrassed in a monsoon in Chicago. And the Arizona Cardinals get tapped out by the Kansas City Chiefs at home. And now you have Andy Reid blaming their field on injuring their kicker and corner. Well, he might. Andy Reid might not be wrong. <laughs> no, he's right. Because that field was bad. Uh, you, can see, you can see the turf give away. Yep. Um, yeah, it's the NFC West. I jokingly teased it as the NFC worst. Because the NFC East is the NFC least. That that. That, my God, that division is uh, pure gabaccio. But the NFC West, how many weeks do you give it? I mean, I know the old the old adage of 0-4 start. That, what is it, one team, one or three teams ever have gone 0-4 and made the playoffs? It's, well, a, it's a very 0 and, small number. 0-2 is a terrible omen, too, historically. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Is it, are you, do, you, do you lean more towards that as the 0-2 start? Is that the death knell for you? Uh no, I don't think I, I don't think it'll be a, a death knell. I mean, twelve percent of teams that go zero and two have made the playoffs. Sixty two percent of teams that start two and zero make the playoffs. I mean, that there is your there's your sign, right? But the Rams have got the Atlanta Falcons, so they'll be getting on the right track because they're back at home. I don't think that that's going to be a big issue, even though I do believe that the issues that they have on their offensive line are glaring. It's not to say that they can't be managed or mitigated to some degree, but you will not fix the glaring holes that they have. And the fact that Noteboom, who is a replacement of Andrew uh, Whitworth, who has had injury history, he ended up getting dinged up at the end of game one. After getting tossed around by Vaughn Miller. That's got to be uh, of concern and alarm to Rams fans. You have the 49ers, which are back at home, and it won't be a monsoon. Uh, and I think the Seahawks, if there's one team primed for a letdown in week two, yeah. it's Seattle because they won their Super Bowl on Monday Night Football. They've got a short week. You have a, a 49ers team that health-wise, how are they going to look moving forward? Whether it's, it's Kittle, Kittle, Kittle be back. you know, you're moving forward knowing Elijah Mitchell won't be in your backfield. And they just signed uh, Marlon back off the uh, Falcons practice squad, so... Uh, wow, Marlon Mack on a – that's the crazy thing about the NFL is that guys will just – all of a sudden a guy will have a big surge and then – Disappear. Disappear. Yeah. He's on a practice he was, squad. I believe Atlanta. he's on two different practice squads. I think he was on the Falcons and the Texans. Man. So, um, but the, this is the 49ers' chance to yeah. alleviate that. But the big one is the Cardinals could have an 0-2 start and they go on the road to Vegas and they have to take on the Raiders team that also had a brutal loss – it, a game where, they should have won. 
I won't go that far, but Derek Carr did not play well at all. If you stare down guys like Derek Carr did and th- throw he those interceptions, win that game then. Well, so, your quarterback is a big issue. Well, no, that's what I'm why. saying. I, I should I shouldn't say that game. I should have won a game where he if he performs like he normally does and doesn't that is that is not a Derek Carr thing. That that's that may have been his worst game as a pro outside of his rookie year. It was atrocious they're lucky it didn't get worse for them but that's kind, that of, game kind of my point the chargers took their foot off the gas it wasn't a they should they should have won no they should have been the doors blown off them that was head scratching what what the chargers were doing offensively i also thought the raiders defensive was better than advertised the problem that the raiders are going to have and it's going to be there all year is that offensive line my yep. goodness uh the, yeah that cardinals team is is Again, we we talked about it during the Kyler Murray contract stuff. I look at that team and I just I don't know what it is, and I don't believe in Kyler Murray. So, I mean, you can just take him and shoot him into the sun for all I care as far as uh, wow. going forward with quarterbacks. You're paying him a lot of money to shoot him in, into the sun. I mean, if you, if you're going to shoot something into the sun, why make it cheap? Uh, <laughs> I do I do wonder uh, is the weird juju of Seattle very easy, like you said, to face plant after upsetting Russ and that being your your win of the season your season defining win however you want to mm-hmm. park it however however how how much are they looking at like let's build on this and not not for the season but just if they upset the 49ers and the 49ers go 0 and 2 where Trey Lance looks like doo-doo are we looking at Jimmy G in week three do they look at week one and go ah it was a week two ah Pulling the ripcord on a guy that you traded up and you gave that draft capital to, and I mean, pulling the ripcord on him so quickly. But Owen two start against two bad teams. Man, that would be brutal. when you've got when you supposedly have Super Bowl contending Again, pieces around you. I will say, overreaction to Trey Lance is going to be greatly overblown because of the fact the way the conditions were. I, I mean, you can't judge that accurately. Nobody knows how how good he looks. It w- there was literal puddles all over the field, all over the field. It was a Lakes downpour. Even. I mean, it it was impossible to hold on. Both teams were having trouble holding on to the football. I'm gonna go incomplete week one. Not great, but an incomplete week one because you lost. What if he looks bad against the Seahawks and the weather's not? Something that is... It, then you start having that conversation of what is what is Trey Lance and what are you doing moving forward. But that's why I'm like, to pull the ripcord on a guy on an incomplete and then one game? That, uh, I don't know. But I think you've got like bigger you that, issues. Then. That 0-2 start is kind of a problem. Oh, yeah, it's a big problem. It's so. a big problem. This text at 503-250-1080 says the 0-2 start isn't as significant now that there's 17 games. There's only one game, but when you're in a division like the NFC West, man, it ain't going to get much easier for you. Because well, these teams will figure it out eventually. Will the Cardinals figure it out? I think they will. Yeah. I mean, you, you, we can write them off all they want, but they were pretty damn good last year, the front half of the year. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a Cliff guy, first of all, and I'm definitely not a Kyler guy. So I, I look at that team, and do they have some stuff? Certainly. I mean, anytime you've got Hopkins on the outside and you've got Murray. Well, who, they don't have him for a few more weeks. Yeah, when is he supposed to come back? Week. Uh, he's got six-game suspension for six? PEDs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're, I don't believe in them in the front half of the season then. They're, but that's the only time you should. Yeah. Uh, they, I, I have a feeling they'll, they'll get back on the right track. It's only 
the one of the best teams in the NFL that wanted to make a statement in week one that they played out of the gate. The Chiefs are loaded. And the Chiefs are the demise of, of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes <laughs> because Tyreek Hill left. Remind me, what was the, the they important got, part of that? They got Juju Smith-Schuster and Marcus, Val, uh, Marcus Valdez-Scantling. Yeah. They're going to be fine. Also, Travis Kelsey had a monster, monster game. Yeah. He's still the best receiving tight end in the NFL. Yeah. Uh Looking at that Chiefs team, what's also interesting is is the Cardinals are an okay team defensively. They, they've got some stuff. Yep. Uh, after watching that Raiders-Chargers game, their offensive line is going to be tested. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Mm-hmm. The, the pressure that they are able to bring with Mack and Bosa alone is terrifying. 503-250-1080. That be the fan text line. Uh, Charles won't be the only new king for long. This one feels a little bit different, though. Danny Dusty on the fan. Hey, yeah, I want to shoot, baby. Shoot. Oh. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. The fan. The bull legged one. <laughs> yeah. What's your name? 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Okay, coming up at the top of the hour, we have got uh, new audio. Adam Silver met the, with the press today to talk about uh, Robert Sarver, sons. Uh, wait, they don't call him owners. Governor? Governor, yes. yes governor. Sons, governor. Hello, governor. Governor. Talk about the one-year suspension and $10 million fine, and it did not go well. So we'll have the audio from that. It's mostly uh, for for Portland fans. Uh, remember when uh, Neil O'Shea got absolutely hammered in his press conference? It's a repeat of that. He did have his it's proprietary Sean moment. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 really bad. Yeah. I don't I don't think there's a way that Silver comes out of this looking good in any way, shape, matter, or form. It was I'll be I'll be honest. It was it was piss poor. So we got that coming up uh, at the top of the hour. Uh, we'll also have Ryan Horvat, our bet. QL Network Insider uh, at one thirty as he joins us every week. And then we have our worst day on the web. Um, but I want to get to some text. I, I teased that we're going to have a new king coming soon, and we will king. get to that uh, because this isn't getting too much hype. But we were talking Troy Aikman, Joe Buck on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked it. Um, this text has actual quote from Monday's game, Joe Buck. Now, Troy, get this. Russell Wilson is on the Broncos now. He used to be on the Seahawks, his opponent tonight. Troy Aikman, it's amazing how players change teams, Joe. What I And people hate that about those two guys. That's one of the things I absolutely love about Joe Buck and Troy Aikman is that they're taking the air out of the sails. They are, they are 100% being sarcastic mm-hmm. most of the time. Yes. And it's really funny because... You have to address the elephant in the room, but they don't want to be the guys who beat a dead horse. Yes. And so they state the obvious and then can move right on. And like you have to readjust how you view Joe Buck and Troy Aikman games because it's not like you're watching Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. Mm-hmm. It's not like a Summer All Madden game. It's not like any other traditional broadcast either because they are both very sarcastic and very dry mm-hmm. in their delivery. But if you don't take them seriously, then you start to realize it's a lot more fun. They actually have a lot of jokes, and it's mm-hmm. really good. And Joe Buck, I love when he calls World Series games because he is never afraid to let the moment speak for itself. No. 
And I think that people hate that about him. It's mm-hmm. like, say something. No. But yeah. I love him in the World Series in that. When he does that, like, I, I go back to uh, the Cubs, when the Cubs won the World Series, and he didn't say a word. Like, he just let all the Cubs fans have their moments. And that is awesome. He learned from Vince Scully and his dad, Jack Buck. Yep. Let, let, I think old-time baseball announcers get the moment better than any other sport or sporting announcer. Mm-hmm. They let it breathe because you have to. Because you, you've done it. They, they get more reps than anybody else. You know, 160 games a year. Yep. So they, they're used to just, sometimes you just got to let the moment breathe. And as far as the sarcasm part of it, you're right. And the, the best part about it is when they go to Joe and Troy and they don't know the camera's on them quite yet, and you can see them rolling their eyes or shooting the other one a look. And it's, it's, it's again, it's, it's a perfect odd yeah. couple relationship where they're just kind of giving each other hell the entire show, which yep. I love. I absolutely love it. And I just, their relationship is so spot on. It just works. If you adjust the way you look at what's happening in their delivery, you'll enjoy Buck and Aikman a lot more. Because I wasn't a huge fan until I did that and was like, oh, okay, I get it now. I get it. And a lot of that had to do with Joe Buck doing like his TV show, uh, podcast, and stuff like that, where he is funny if he doesn't force it. Um, all right. <clears throat> Let's get to the big news of the day. Adam Silver, he met with the assembled press to discuss Robert Sarver and his suspension. Uh, It did not go well. We got it for you next. Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.